Hello and welcome to the CB Cricket Prediction. Uh, it's been a long time between our podcasts. We've been recovering from the IPL. Uh, now we're going to start uh, bringing you sort of a weekly podcast on uh, the major test matches that are happening and we'll bring some discussion uh, about uh, some other things that are happening in the world of cricket. Today with me, Manish and Rahit, we are talking about uh, England and New Zealand. That's the third test coming up. Obviously very, very interesting in that uh, England have uh, have changed their setup slightly a few tweaks here and there um, new captains come on board uh, a new coach who's a bit more aggressive i think than what you what you'd expect that um england have certainly been used to so so some positive changes and uh in new zealand it's kind of been a bit backwards you know the the top ranked um, championship side for a while there and, and recent results not so great um and in terms of recent results england have actually played 28 matches um of those have won nine um, so not not really great um, away from home. They've uh, they've pretty been pretty pretty dire. But um, as you kind of expect at home, they've been slightly better, winning um, six matches out of fourteen and only losing four of those. Uh, as far as New Zealand goes, um, in the past two years, uh, they've only actually played eight matches, so not a great number um, at home, um, and winning winning six of those. So uh, home records really good. Um, they've played seven matches uh, away from home. And uh, amazingly enough, they've only won uh, one of those. So uh, not not great away from home for New Zealand at the moment. Let's talk though this particular series. Obviously, uh, New Zealand have uh, lost the first two matches. Uh, the Test two, I think everyone was surprised at how England um, decided to go for it uh, after after lunch. Uh, went ahead and and broke all sorts of records to win uh, game two, which was which probably very unexpected. So, uh, Manish, Rahit, we're, we're talking about the game uh, third test. Um, one more test for the series to finish. England's obviously won the series so far. Manish, what's been your thoughts on England so far? Has it been more luck? Has it been a bit more, um, bit more of, of better management, better performances, or, or a bit of luck there as well? Uh, uh, definitely a bit of luck, but uh, they have been trying to implement their ODI strategy into the test as well, and their strategy is attack. No matter what the stage they are attacking, and they have been a bit lucky to get those scores. But I think it was not a fluke. It wasn't uh, such that you know it was not something that we didn't see it coming. And if you look at some of the chases this year, there have already been four 200 plus chases uh, that have happened so far in the year. Two has been from England in the last two tests, and twice South Africa against India have chased 200 plus scores. So teams are building that confidence maybe because of the shorter format of the game that you know at any stage they can chase this and at trend bridge england chased down 299 in 50 overs that's like that's that's an odi game for me i think it was new zealand's test to lose even at lords and at trend bridge and they did lose it it was a phenomenal inning from joe root in the first test fourth innings century and very well supported by folks there uh, who who was part of the 120 run partnership that saw them over the line in at Lords and in Trent Bridge it was all about Bairstow and Ben Stokes. I mean I mean Bairstow played the innings of his life so far in Test. I think uh, we we might not see that again in near future because it has been quite far and in between for Bairstow in Tests. But that innings will stay with him forever. I, England have been a bit lucky, but it's not that they didn't strategize for it. They did, and they, they have found the results as well. Yeah, they kind of went for it, and, and it came off. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, Rahit, any, any more thoughts to add to uh, England's performance so far? 
Yeah, uh, I think one decisive thing that England have done this series is move uh, uh, early pop to number three. He's somebody who's a very talented youngster and who's who's plays a sort of attacking game at the top. And uh, they've used him down the order previously, but uh, this series they've used him at number three more than it helping pop himself. I think uh, it's it's a huge bonus to not. Uh, have somebody like Joe Root coming in when the ball is still swinging because we do not want to lose his wicket early on. And uh, I think England have sort of found the right template with Pop at number three, then Root, then Besto and Stokes coming in. That's a, that's a very attacking middle order right there. And they also have Zach Crawley at the top, who's again a very attacking batsman. So I think um, overall, England have changed their outlook completely. Um, earlier in the last three, four years, we saw... England, you know, sort of follow the Alistair Cook template where they had very traditional top three batters who just consume a lot of balls. And it, like they had Dom Sibley, who was very, you know, he was very, very slow. And it, it sort of hit them back because it left Root with a lot of pressure to score runs uh, and score them quick because um, the others were just not scoring. They might be out there, but they were not scoring. And uh, it was all on Root and Stokes at that time with Butler playing a few cameos here and there. But right now, I think they have found a middle ground and uh, this this lineup is very promising. Uh, it's also worth mentioning the bowling attack. They moved away from Stuart Broad and James Anderson for a while um, in that recently tour, although they do, will not admit it. Uh, but here, um, I think with Broad, Anderson coming in and Matthew Potts, who's a really impressive bowler and um, he came in and he looked really at home in test cricket. I mean, it's not that difficult for a fast bowler to come in and bowl in England, but you'd still need to do that against a top quality lineup like New Zealand's. And uh, I think Potts has been a really good addition for them. Mm, um, yeah, well, let's, so I let, think... let's, get on, let's get on to New Zealand. Speaking of New Zealand, um, yeah. let's let's talk about what has been your thoughts on New Zealand so far? It's actually a very good batting or test side, not performing um, to what we've expected previously. I think um, New Zealand were probably a bit unlucky. Um, uh, I thought they batted really well. Uh, they had Darrell Mitchell, who's delivered in almost every inning so far. He's He's been really impressive in that middle order. Um, Tom Blandell has played that. He's filled in that uh, watling role really, really well. Um, they, they did not have Kane Williamson for the last game, which was a huge blow. And um, Devon Conway... He's moved to number three right now, and it's 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 a bit of tussle between him and Will Young at the top there. Um, but I think that New Zealand lineup without Kane Williamson does not have that kind of you know the the, um, the, the kind of aura to you know test a side away from home. And I think uh, the their plans were hit because he was uh, out just like the night before the game and. Um, uh, they adapted sort of well, and I thought they were in a winning position in both games. Um, but there is just not to be. And I think uh, one mistake they've made is not playing Neil Wagner so far. Uh, I think he's an impact bowler. He should come in for the next test. Um, and he, he likely will with now Kyle, uh, Kyle Jameson ruled out. So uh, I think that'll give them a bit of boost. Uh, I think New Zealand look good. They've just not uh, been able to push the results. But they've played well, uh, comparatively better to how they generally play away from home. Yeah, interesting. I mean, uh, you say Kate, yeah, Kate Winston was missing because he, he tested positive for COVID the night before. So right. uh, we, we live in a different world in which that you know, this kind of thing is, is going to massively impact 
um, teams. I think the problem missing Kane Williamson, I, I do agree with. Um, he's been faltering though. If you kind of look at, uh, you know, he was they, they played in New Zealand for for a few games, uh, 20, 2020, 2021. Uh, he scored a two fifty one against West Indies. He scored a one twenty nine against Pakistan. Followed up with a two thirty eight. Take him away from New Zealand, and it's been quite dire. Uh, he's a forty nine or fifty two, and and that is it of notable scores. Um, he has not had a good series. Uh, he has not performed really in any format recently. There was an interesting stat that Manish shared yesterday. Yeah. Uh, was it in the past? Uh, well, since since uh, January twenty twenty one, between Smith, Williamson, and um, Coley, uh, zero centuries in the same time. Root scored something like eight. So yeah. he, he's in that tri trio of 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 players we expect to perform that are simply not performing um, post COVID. Let's, let's just say that COVID was a good break for root and not so much for these guys. Right. Uh, I, are we going to see some, some of the best of, of Kane Williamson um, in this in this match? I think uh, he's set to come back and might. Um, he see he's in his last 15 innings. He averages 18 away from home. And his last quarter century in 2018. Uh, so it's it's, it's 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 a pretty poor record. And the, the stats don't say he's going to have a good match. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think I sort of think that he's somebody who can step in and play that. He goes into a zone when he goes and like goes and plays that innings. It's kind of like how we talk about Virat Kohli, and uh, I don't know. There's just this feeling that Kane Williamson will score every single game. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, anyway, to that lineup, uh, I think Williamson is a big boost and uh, this test, with that kind of bowling attack that England have, uh, New Zealand will be benefiting if they have Williamson at three. Yeah, okay. I think, so, uh, go on. Yep, manage. I think uh, Williamson was really unlucky to miss at Trent Bridge. It was a run fest and he would have liked to bat there yeah, that's true. in, in that's true. great batting conditions and would have come to form and then uh, going into the Leeds test, uh, I think he would have performed better. But having said that, he, as Rohit said, he is not a form player. Uh, he can he can up his game at will uh, whenever needed. So I also expect him to come back stronger. Yeah, okay. So, well, let's talk about uh, thoughts on best match bowler and batsman. We'll combine the two. Manish, start with you. Right. So, for best match batsman, I'm going with Joe Root. I, I think he is in form of his life. Boring, uh, come on. <laughs> a, year, a year and a half back, he was, he was on the verge of moving out of the top four. But now he has the same number of centuries that Kohli has and uh, even Stephen Smith has. So, I think he has been in that touch, and I don't see that. I don't see him losing that touch anytime soon. So for me, Joe Root would be the best match batsman. And in terms of bowler, I I would go with Trent Bolt. He has already taken twelve wickets in this series so far, and I expect him to take more going into the third test. Okay, Rahit yourself. Um, I'll go with uh, Daryl Mitchell. He's been. Uh, Completely different player at test level so far. In his 11 tests, he averages close to 60. He scored 300s, 450s. And he's kind of, you know, he's a very New Zealand kind of player. Where somebody who just steps in and does the job with the bat and bowl. So, um, he's had a really good series so far. And uh, New Zealand would want him to continue at that number five spot for this test as well. I see him getting that spot again. So, I, I, I'm backing Mitchell to be the best match batter. Okay. And your bowler? 
um i'll go with tim southy um i think the conditions are right up his alley so uh, to have um somebody like southy with the new ball at leeds um it's it's a huge bonus and i, I just can't believe that england have turned around just because mcculloch has come in and helped uh, they, that lineup looks good but they're still vulnerable without uh, root clicking so i think um they probably won the two games but the batting lineup is seriously under pressure still. I, I, i'm with you i mean if you look at the ignore those past two matches they've just won uh, they won one of 15 matches or one of 13 matches sorry in this this current cycle of the world test championships um so that's 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 a dire performance and it's pretty much the same side um and then they they didn't tour with Bro- with broad and um and anderson in the west indies but uh, it's it's practically the same side so um so okay let's let's turn our attention to uh to the match itself um if you were to win the toss at leeds manish what would you do uh, i would bat first um the old record suggests that the team winning the toss and batting first have better record at this venue and in generally in test cricket uh if you win the toss most more often than not you should bat first because batting in the fourth innings is always difficult even though we have seen a trend of teams scoring 200 plus score uh, successfully in the fourth innings but um, if you if you win the toss just go for batting first okay i mean you say that but it, it, i and I, i kind of agree if you look at the overall stats at leads it's true um but the last four matches um in fact the side that has batted second has actually won the match yes um that's england pakistan england australia by one wicket which was a close one we know australia really won the series so whatever um and then uh oh, should i mention this i mean you're both indian should i mention the fact that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that match until I just saw it. Uh, and innings and 76 runs. So um yeah, let's 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 ignore that one. Um so the last few matches uh it's been interesting that the 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 side were England batting second as as that's been their most that's been their success. Um at Leeds. But I would still England. I would still consider those as outlier wins where they yeah. needed a century in the fourth innings on both the occasions. So it's still a safe bet to bat first after winning the toss yeah. okay okay and uh well let's let's talk uh, overall who who do you think is going to win the match rohit let's start with you i think i news like will win this one um there's also a doubt around ben stokes availability for this game uh, he was missing at training and um yeah i think england have won too but uh, i i still think of them as somehow a fluke side um it's bound to open up against a quality attack like new zealand i think it's only a matter of time before that batting lineup fails yeah agreed so manage yourself uh i i think england will win this and i say this because uh new zealand top 4 in batting have not really performed well it has all come down to blundell and mitchell to rescue them every single time uh so i think that if their batting doesn't step up england have all the chance to win this one as well Okay. Um I'm with Rohit on this one. I, especially when you look at the odds, uh it's 4 to 1 for New Zealand to win this match, which I think is insane for a side a side that is that good. Uh you're talking Southey and and Bolt and um Cole Jamison I think is is still in the side this one. He, there there is three exceptional bowlers right there. Um I, 
I, I, for me, it's New Zealand all the way. Um, as long as they don't score 283 runs in the third, in the second innings, because they've scored 285 so far, followed by 284, um, and they lost both those. So they need to score a few more runs in the second innings to uh, to, to make sure they win the match. Right. So uh, we are we are a two to one uh, for uh, New Zealand winning this match. Uh, final thoughts, man of the match. So uh, it, it's it's Headingley basically. So Headingley is owned by Ben Stokes all the way. I mean, uh, and if he performs, he has he has been really good. He could have won a man of the match, but somebody has performed better than him in the first two tests. But he was the constant contributor across the test so far in the series, and he can change the game with the ball as well. So if he plays, if he is fit enough to play, uh, I think man of the match will be Ben Stokes. But in his absence, I would go with Root, no doubt. There you go, Rahit. Um, I'll go with Tim Southey, I think. Uh, he's one of those bowlers if he starts getting a couple of wickets, he ends up at 7 or 8. So, uh, yeah, there I'll go, go with Southey. I, I tend to agree, but um, I would say Trent Bolt for me. But uh, it's because I like him. There we go. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today, Manish and Rahit. Thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I've forgotten who the next test is. We'll be back uh, for India, England. England. Oh, India, England. Oh, there you go. Okay, so we'll definitely be back for that one. Um, and uh, enjoy the test in the meantime. And there's a bunch of T20s in one day. It's happening as well. Um, go back to the website, cricketbetting.com. Uh, That's cricket-betting.com, I should say, um, for the latest match predictions and betting tips. Thank you for joining us. Have a lovely day.